Lisa as Dalem. Boss as Jim. Emil as Mina. Joe as Joe. I'm Joe, I'm the Dungeon Master, and welcome to Poorly Drawn Maps. So, uh, should we start with a recap first, or do we want to do the mechanics of Salamanders real quick? However you want to start. Um, Salamanders. All right, that's what I thought. Okay, so the important thing about Salamanders is, is that it was a race idea that when we first when we first started playing the game, Lisa introduced this, because the only place Salamanders are actually mentioned is in the emulator playbook. So we that's where the idea came out of like the Salamander Empire and stuff and them being alchemists and things was all from that. Uh, there, there's sort of five different types of salamanders. There's your fire, water, earth, and then your metal and your wood. And these are also five different types of salamanders, five different types of dragons in the world. So that's something to keep in mind. That's also something that's just known through the world. Uh, mechanically speaking, the difference is uh, kind of important because uh, boss, since you are actually playing a uh, kind of like a multi-class salamander type thing, mm -hmm. so for you especially, we're going to have to basically rewrite the emulator playbook to sort of flavorfully be about like wood and sap and bark and stuff as opposed mm -hmm. to what it is now about fire. Ooh. And yeah. Gotcha. So mechanically speaking, there were sort of like a couple of important things that really kind of sprung to mind when working on it. Uh, the first one is the emulator gets this move called uh, handcrafted. Uh, you may use your hands in place of tools and fire to craft metal objects. So like I was looking at this and I was like, okay, this is like clearly like a fire characteristic and stuff. And so it's like, it's hard to rework that for like, what would that mean for for like water basically how can you shape water into uh a weapon and stuff so instead mm -hmm. of doing that i'll say like if you become a fire salamander you get this handcrafting move that's baseline emulator but if you have the option to become an earth one you're going to replace this handcrafted mood with the muscle bound move from a barbarian if you are a metal salamander, you replace it with the called shot from the ranger. Water gets martial artist from the monk. Mm -hmm. And wood gets poisoner from the thief. And I literally had the idea about this as like they're something about their like sap is basically the poison and stuff. Right. And, and I oh. should be wood, right? You are wood, but also you're a thief, so you already have the poisoner stuff. Right. So, and that was kind of where the point with the love letter came from. It's like, okay, where are we reflecting how you came out of the funnels? Like, do you have the burning brand, or is it just like, oh, it's just a little extra poison that you can make out of your blood and stuff? Mm. So, but also, though, the idea was like, you're poison, like, you have moves related to adding poison to weapons and stuff. You can yeah. absolutely add your poison to your wood magic, basically, would be the thing. So, mm -hmm. like, that's uh, also, I think that also works. And maybe down the line, we can work out, like, maybe you find out that you have some sort of bonus or reward to get a second poison or something. But that's mm -hmm. kind of where that whole ideas came from. Okay. Yeah. Something is basically kind of interwoven into his wood magic? Uh, not yet, from the sounds of it. Okay. Because it's be where we go to. Yeah, that could be an option to work towards. That's cool. Because he's only like partial. Uh, Gim is only partially a salamander right now. Like just yeah. his mm -hmm. feet and some of his legs are right now. And as Boss has the option to basically multi-class into emulator, and as he takes more of those moves, he'll turn more and more into like a barkish lizard person. Okay. But all those moves from emulator will be replaced with wood-based. Yeah, we'll have to like reflavor them to be wood and like sap and stuff. And yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's where like mechanically all that stuff kind of came from. And uh, just kind of thinking ahead and stuff. And like it's also kind of gives you an idea too of like what sort of like different varieties of stuff like some of these salamanders can do as well. So just kind of right. things to think about going forward. 
I just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page with that stuff. So are there wood moves then? There will be. Like, basically, if you were to multi-class into, to pick a move from the emulator playbook, we would yeah. basically rewrite it to reflect wood instead of fire. Yeah, okay. So just something to keep in mind. And you could just do that just like as you would regularly level up. You you are able to to take the, uh, an emulator move if you want to because you have this burning brand, which is one of the base moves for mm -hmm. the emulator. So basically any of this flame stuff just replace wood? Yeah, basically. Or and we'll just have to kind of reflavor or... it to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. And so that's just all the kind of stuff mechanically. I just wanted to make sure we were kind of clear on before kind of mm -hmm. going forward. Uh, any other questions or comments or anything? Or Yes. Can uh -huh. uh, maple syrup magic be a thing? That sounds like we'd be up to boss. Just throwing that out there for uh, food for thought. Uh... Maybe. I mean, we did see one. We did see one wood salamander, the guy who had that starry mask, use uh, a type of uh, charming potion or charming poison sap on bug. So maybe there was something, and it's like, oh, it's sweets or something. But I don't know. Mesmerizingly delicious. Yeah. Well, it would have to be a good thing. <laughs> But, but also though, no, couldn't be. But also though, boss, you're immune to any of this poison stuff as well. So right, it's just stuff to keep in mind. Immune to syrup. That's yeah. I know. Well, I can still eat it because I'm immune. It just doesn't do anything to him then. <laughs> yeah. It's it just doesn't... tastes like water. He's like drinking cups of syrup. No, yeah. it still tastes no, it's delicious. Just... I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. Uh, any other kind of questions about that kind of stuff? Or is everybody kind of on the same page? Um, I think we're on the same page. Was, was there anything else you wanted to go over specifically about the mechanics of these different types of salamanders? No, I don't think so. I just wanted to highlight just kind of like their, like what kind of characteristics you guys can kind of expect from these different types. Just because like I feels like there was a little bit of confusion about it. And we only really talked about it kind of briefly with uh, Florian Day becoming a salamander. Like just very, very briefly. So I just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page about that stuff. Do we know, does turning you into a salamander immediately kind of turn you into, like, evil? Or, like, do you, like, join the hive mind? Or do you keep your own, like, consciousness? We've Great never question. talked about them having, like, a hive mind at all. So, like, they seem, like, pretty individual, at yeah. least. And, like, they can, like, talk and stuff and seem to have their own sort yeah. of motives and things. So, but as for, like, if they turn into a salamander, they become immediately evil. Maybe you should ask Gim that question. Your salamander in the group. Oh, yeah, well, okay, so maybe we'll figure that out. Okay, maybe we'll figure that out. We'll see how things go. Maybe. But like, it definitely, he got out of the funnel, though. So I mean, like, he's not like we know at least story wise, he's not part of the like the the Empire of the Salamander or anything like that. No. Uh, yeah. So like, I mean, it after that it just comes down like personal bias at this point so well we have to realize gim doesn't know so much about it himself i didn't think so like it's just like in the feet basically so because i have, have a lot you, to learn have you tried yeah. to even use your wood magic at all or is it just a thing that's like i got these feet that kind of look like roots now that's about it um <laughs> i don't think i've really tried to use it yet i uh, did I use my burning brand one time? Not the. Mm, we haven't seen you use it, I don't think. I think so you just be... saw it like shining, and that's about it. Hmm. Okay. Uh. Yeah. No. Not yet. Cool. So the burning brand, it's uh probably a close range weapon, right? Oh wait, no. You. Can, uh, it you says in it. the. Yeah, it says in the thing. So let me. Where is it? So. For the halfling, you know how I get two plus damage? Yes, you do. The burning brand, if I threw that, that would count then? Yeah, it's a thrown weapon. So then I could get three plus damage, but then I wouldn't remove the dangerous tag. So I don't know what that would entail. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so let's see. The weapon always begins with, uh, for you, it would be thorny, touch, dangerous, and three uses. And you can choose an 
additional tags of hand, thrown near, plus one damage, and remove the dangerous tag. So it's up to you if you want to be able to throw it or not. So hand is also literally hand distance. So like for melee weapons, the range is hands, close, and reach. Hand is like literally like fists and stuff. Close is more like swords, kind of hammers and maces and stuff. And reach is like pole arms and spears. Gotcha. Yeah. So things to think about. I'd probably throw it most of the time. That's why I assumed. And also, you can upgrade it as well. There's a move in the emulator playbook that lets you uh, give you additional tags as well. So, things to keep in mind. Cool. But also, we'll have to see you use it. Well, it's coming right. out. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see. Alrighty. Um, I think... Is there any, but any other quick questions anybody's got? Or are we all feeling happy? Feeling, oh, yeah. feeling good? Okay. Feeling Any... inspired by the word of Spira Nula. Oh, but oh, Joe, hmm? I still like the idea of my weapon being like a flaming wooden sword. Is that flaming possible that it's still... Sword. Well, you know that it's a weapon of pure flame, so I still like the idea of it being on fire. Um, But it'd be like work. a wooden sword. Because I do have that, you know, I, I imagine the brand in my chest is hot. All right, we're actually going to change that wording from pure flame to pure wood. So Yeah, right. Just uh, kind of like <laughs> you're using wood magic. Maybe it kind of glows green or something, but otherwise, I don't, it's, I, you do not have fire okay, magic in your brain. I'll brand. change thorny to the touch. Well, it was worth a shot. Yeah. But I mean, all your other stuff still works with it. So just kind of stuff to keep in mind as we keep going. Cool. Alrighty, uh, we're going to do a quick recap. And then we should actually reintroduce all your characters. Uh, I was listening to the uh, recording the other week, and we did an awful job of kind of introducing your characters, what your looks are and everything. So we should definitely go through that. But for now, let's start with a little recap of what you guys did last time, and then we can kind of get into it. All right. So last time, we begin at Boiling Springs, a small Canis-run town where Metallic Rote has set up a shop. Here we have learned what the adventurers have been up to. Dalem has been building a shrine to his new god along the water that doubles as an outhouse and a black water filter system. He has been spending his days helping the Triple D, a new bar, and adding projections to the town with a member of the Metallic Road, Rosie Kings. He spent about three months in this town, and across this time we also see Gim enter the town, still with bark along his legs and root in his feet. We learn that Gim still has his burning brand, and a contacting town named Liedrich, another halfling, who helps him get a tent and some weed. And he asks Gim to search for some herbs and for a buyer to see what everybody's selling. So keep that in mind, Gim. Maybe we can do some searches on these uh, dangerous journeys and we'll find get you some money and stuff. Um, let's see. We also see Mina and her cat Fluffernubs, the Inevitable. A black and white cat with a fascination with the Feywild. Here we see Joe, a plain and simple tailor, working at the town blacksmith. Real, the leader of the Metallic Rote, brought these four oddballs together to follow up on some rumors about the Low Marsh. Tieflings have been moving south, and the Golden Guard are looking for something. Fluffernub seems insistent on the Wasteland of Fire, but the Low Marsh is a close second. Dela meditates at the shrine and receives word about her mission to the Low Marsh. The other two don't care much and are looking for the most money. Joe decides to check out around the water, concerned about some giggling in the lake. As he investigates the water, a salamander reaches out and grabs him. He calls for help, and people immediately jump into action. After a quick fight, you manage to kill the salamander and find out they were a scout for the Golden Guard. The next day, you guys get your food supplies from Real and set out. In trying to find your way across the river, you find a small fishing shack. Your mysterious buddy Joe appears to have already made it to the shack and was waiting for you. As you guys try to make sense of how we got there, a boat pulls up. After a misstep at the docks that almost left Joe drowned, the boat arrives and you guys are able to buy passage over to the town of Denhaven. And here we are, traveling our way around. I put a little boat icon here in the middle of the lake, or in the middle of the delta, I should say. 
And before we kind of get into things, we should go around and have people describe their characters, what your looks are. And then we should also do class alignment and bonds, just so we're kind of all on the same page with how people are going to be acting with each other. Alrighty, so who wants to start with their character descriptions first? Who's ready? I will. Alright. Alright, so my name is Gim. I'm a halfling, which means I can deal plus two damage with ranged weapons. My alignment is neutral. Uh, so, I mean, as a thief, that kind of means that I try to avoid detection and infiltrate locations. Um... But also, I will get along with anyone for my own personal gain. And you want to know my bonds? Uh, yeah, I would, I'm asking for bonds, just so we're kind of all on the same page with the way our characters are treating each other and stuff. I've got one with everyone, including Fleffernubs. So I need to give a good impression to Dalem to get him off my back. Um, what was it? Dalem was... Uh... Oh yeah, I stole a throwing knife. Yeah, and Dalem caught you. Yeah. Uh, so, we'll see what happens there. Uh, I want Fluffernubs to teach me more about adventuring. Um, I'd like to show Joe that I can be selfless too, like he was. Uh, even though maybe he was selfless because he just wasn't even thinking. Uh, and then Mina needs to open up to me so I can get closer to Fluffernubs through her. <laughs> Only true reason anyone would want to talk to me. Yeah. Aww, poor Mina. Who's next? Who wants to read? I'll go. All right, go. All right. So my name is Mina, and my little kitten here is Fluffernubs. The inevitable. Um, and I am a human from the town of. Uh, I don't know if we ever came up with a town name from that, but I mean, like, I was more curious, like, how? What does your character look like? Though like, we don't think like? the whole backstory. Well, she's, like, what does it look? She's um kind of has some wild hair, like short wild hair, um brown eyes, brown also brown hair. Kind of looks like she kind of belongs a little bit in nature, I'd say. Mm -hmm. And she is alignment neutral. Uh, Fluffernubs is alignment's chaotic neutral and so i got some bonds i would love joe to knit a sweater for fluffer nubs and i think gim might be a bad influence for fluffer nubs given the whole stealing thing but maybe it's the other way around hmm. and uh i'm also drawn towards dalem but fluffer nubs doesn't seem to like him much Aww. oh dang um yeah and what else is there what type of clothes are you wearing, I guess? Like, what what's, what's your outfit? What am I wearing? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, if you look like on the Ranger playlist, playlist it gives some ideas for stuff. I'd say I have like a brown kind of cape, ragged from just use, um, just regular old traveling clothes underneath. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Joe, Lisa, who's next? All right. So, uh, once again, I'm Joe the Dwarf, mm -hmm. with the most awesome hat ever, which looks like a pith helmet. Uh, got some mismatched clothing on, uh, just very patchwork, and uh, I'm also a little short, even for a dwarf. Mm. <laughs> See, uh, I, I have a chaotic alignment, so I'm trying to evade the responsibility for the consequences of my actions. Uh, and because I am a dwarf, I can hold my liquor like a pro, and I can drink anyone under the table. And then for my bonds, I think Dalem is taking this all way too seriously. Mina, just so flippant, and I don't, that makes me not trust her. Though Gim is very dependable, so I'm going to try and help him out as soon as possible. Great. <laughs> nice. I didn't even realize I was dependable. No. Well, yeah, that's because you saved me, bro. Woo! All right, Lisa, you're up. Oh, sorry. I was thinking about how Joe's character is an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> literally. Uh, maybe what not literally. It? What's the name of his class? I am a fool. 
There we it's go. The, Foolish. There we are. Yeah. Yes, that's the better word for it. My mistake. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I might have been the village idiot of uh, one of the cities. <laughs> that's why I was thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> my character's name is Dalem, which is interestingly similar to the word dumb, <laughs> which is telling of his stats because his intelligence is very low. But strangely, his wisdom is very high, so he says some strangely intelligent things every once in a while. Uh, he is a dwarf paladin, and I'm sorry, he's half dwarf, half human, and a paladin. And he's torpy and tall and lanky, and he has a cleft chin. He's pretty gentle, though. Um, let's see, what else do I need to say? What type of clothes are you wearing? Ah. Like, what's your look? I think... Uh, I see him wearing like very plain clothing, probably kind of worn and dirty, but of decent quality. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of leather, I think. Interesting. Okay. Like maybe a leather apron? I, I don't know. Huh. Hmm. I don't know why I see him in like a leather apron and gloves, leather gloves. Leather gloves, I can definitely see make sense. Yeah, leather, leather gloves, leather boots. I guess like okay. maybe a uh, leather, like um, some kind of leather armor over the chest. Maybe something basic. You technically don't have leather armor. You only Good have your point. shields. So, but like, you know, some loose leather and stuff doesn't. Let's say like a light leather vest. Okay. I like That's that. more for like, I don't know, protection from falling down. <laughs> nail guns from the fey world yeah and anything else uh bonds and alignment my alignment is good and i like to guide others to safety in the name of spiranula my goddess whom i rely heavily on for guidance in this life at this point in fact solely <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. My bonds are that I need to watch Gim and make sure he doesn't steal things. It's in everyone's best interests, especially his own. Joe's flippant nature. It's funny. We both said things about flippant. Joe's flippant nature is going to get us all in trouble one day. And I wish that Mina would think for herself. She's being used by fluffernups. Ooh, Okay. So we're all kind of in an interesting place then. I like a lot of these bonds a lot. I think there's a healthy amount of like trust and distrust. and I think so. It makes sense. But also too, I mean, now that you guys have kind of been on this trip for a couple days and stuff, and you're particularly traveling on this boat over to Denhaven, uh, one of the things, I just have a couple quick questions for you guys going forward, and then we'll get into things. So, Joe, how does the trip go? This is just vague narrative description. Nothing particularly wild or anything needs to happen. Just curious, how's this journey in this boat treating you guys? Unlike everything else that's happened so far, uneventful. I saw a fish. Nice. It went blub blub. <laughs> Wait, was it a sturgeon? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you guys can catch something with your buddy who's driving the boat. Uh, Gim, it's been a couple days. Have you explained to people about the bark on your skin? Um, no, but I've noticed them just kind of staring. Okay. Have you been uh, avoiding talking about it then, or just like, just not even? I I think so, just because I'm still figuring it out myself. Okay, uh, Dalem, have you talked to spirit about Spiranula with these other three, or shown them your ritual, your little cleansing, your piety? I mean, it's been a couple days, right? So I would have yeah. had to do it. Mm hmm. Yeah, your piety, your observation of daily holy service. So is this like you gather them up and try to do, get them to try to do yoga in a bath or something? What does this look like? <laughs> Let me think about that. Oh, God. Yeah. 
because it, it just has to be you it doesn't seem it doesn't it's not a thing where you have to like have other people involved or anything so maybe you just maybe you try but you know i think it's in the open where people can i maybe let's see i mean the ship this boat isn't very big but also i mean like this took two days to go across so maybe there was like at night you guys parked on the river or something to have a campfire or something so maybe there was something there i think there's probably something about bringing together the four elements fire water earth metal and wood five how just fire water and earth just those three what do you mean exactly like what are you trying to what do you mean by bringing them together i'm thinking of a ritual where like a candle is lit and then extinguished with like mud or something like that and like something about renewal and i don't know huh okay like to symbolize the um the cycle of renewal got it okay that's interesting let's go with that well about you other three do you kind of take part in this little ritual or are you curious about it i'm curious same i'll say too i think there is a halfling who's sort of driving this boat that you guys pay to take across his name is salty brick and he definitely takes part in this little ritual with you oh yeah cool guy i'm super stoked about it weirdly um, enough he seems familiar with spiranula already really Mm-hmm. oh that makes sense well, I, I think he and I have to have a conversation. Yeah. Oh, we'll definitely be able to get into that. Uh, but real quick, though, Mina, how has Fluffernubs gotten along with the others? Well, she's been staying away from uh, from Dalem, which is, you know, I find it a little odd. I'm a little confused by that. But she's definitely taken a liking to Gim. I found her sleeping uh, uh, in his, wait, does he have a little cape? He's a cape, right? Gim? I don't think so. You have a cape? Oh, whatever. What, are, what is Gim's clothing situation, then? Yeah, I didn't discuss that. Um, well, he's got wild hair, and he's obsessive. I mean, he's just... Uh, he kind of just wears... Not too much. Short yeah. shirt. And some scraggly pants. Okay. Well, yeah, I've you're... seen... I've seen Fluffernubs uh, cuddle up next to him every once in a while. I can imagine Fluffernubs like cuddling in my hair. It's a, in the a, hair. A big old mohawk thing. Aw. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say your profile picture has a halfling with uh, like a wild mohawk, a vest, and some like baggy pants and boots. Is that kind yeah. of still the vibe that you got going? I'd say it's pretty much like that. Yeah. Okay. I've even caught Fluffernubs inside one of his boost ones when he took it off. No. I probably just... occasionally cover up my chest, you know? Sure. <laughs> but, um... Not always. Not, she's been good. She's, yeah. uh... She's, she's been uh, drawn to Joe's perfect hat, too, a little bit. But we already talked about that once. Yeah, the pith helmet. Got a perfect little spot for a kitty to curl up in it. Yeah, for sure. Very fun. <laughs> Uh, then Dalem, did you have any qu questions for this, uh, salty brick boatman that you guys are traveling with or? Um, yeah. What's the scene? Um, let's do it. Like, like you start doing your little ritual and he just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing that. Let me help you. And he just kind of walks over with a, a second candle and starts trying to do it. Starts oh, doing it cool. Yeah. Do I know his name already at this point? Yeah, you guys have been on the boat for a while. I'm assuming. I hopefully you guys have introduced yourselves. <laughs> so, but yeah, his name is Salty Brick, or just Salty. Well, hello, Mister Salty. I had no idea that anybody else knew of this ritual. Oh yeah, we we remembered this ritual a couple months back. It was really important to us that we found it again. Remembered? You mean? I'm sorry, but. Under what circumstances did you obtain this knowledge, if you don't mind me asking? Hmm. Well, the town of Denhaven we're coming up to, uh, one day we just kind of, I don't know, we just started talking about it. It's a strange feeling, but uh, it probably is, it 
there's some other people in town who might have a better chance to talk to about it. It's a weird feeling. Hmm. Do you know why you do this ritual? Or do you know it? What do you know about this ritual? We know it's related to Spiranula. We don't know much else about that. There's a monk in town who's trying to help people walk through the rituals. So, but otherwise, it's sort of, it feels new and old at the same time to us. Mm, I know the feeling. It is both new and old for me too, my friend. Hmm. You mean you knew this ritual years ago? No, it's only recent, but... Oh, you're a recent convert. I yes. mean, like, we did this ritual decades ago, forgot about it, and then remembered it maybe two months ago? You are three months people? ago? Our, yeah, our town. Oh, that's very interesting. I look forward to talking to this monk you mentioned. Can you tell me how to contact him? Oh, he'll probably be in the center of town. Uh, don't worry, you can't miss the landmark. His name is uh, Rattled Mugwort. Rattled Mugwort. Yeah, can't miss him. Okay, thanks, Salty. No problem. We should eat and we should get going back in the boat. We got a little bit further to go. That sounds good. Okay. And so, as you guys approach the town of Denhaven, we're going to move you guys over to a new map. So, uh, this is the town. So, in Denhaven, this place is pretty, has a lot of, like, blacksmiths and stuff going on. So, as you can see up here in the top right of our map and stuff, we have three separate blacksmiths who all are running out in the town and stuff. And they do that because uh, there's a large mine further north, kind of off the map. And the actual sand around is two. Like if you look down to the south, there's this sort of black space here. Those are black sand beaches even. And in the middle where the town is, they kind of get a little bit muddy and stuff. So it's just it's just like this very like iron rich area and stuff. And these three blacksmiths have sprung up and they're producing a lot of tools and equipment and things. Otherwise, like outside the blacksmiths that seem to be flourishing, the town itself seems to be like they everybody has these little like dens, these kind of like mud, wood, and grass huts and stuff that everybody lives in. And there's some things about it that are like around the town and everything that can help you guys kind of get going on your journey and everything. Um, their main resource is the iron, the iron sand, and the mining, uh, to the point where even there's people with like lodestones walking around in the south beach collecting iron out of the sand. They do trade with other groups around the low marsh so they can get their wood out of it as well. And as you guys kind of pull up to the dock, uh, one of the kind of out of place things about the town is there is this sort of blue green coral just growing out of the center of the town. What? Yeah. Is that muddled, rattled mugwort? <laughs> Uh, salty brick says says Dalem in a hundred percent seriousness. Uh, salty brick just leans over and goes, "That's the shrine to Spiranula. You can you can't miss it. It just sprung out of the ground one day. It was bizarre, glorious." Dalem yeah. runs over and embraces it. Okay, I'm already <laughs> running off before we figure out what, what we're gonna do. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I salty, should say, what's the uh, building over to our left? Oh, up here to the far north of the town? That's uh, for this town, this area, this building. The only thing you really see these sort of grand doors that are kind of like in the hills and stuff. And Salty just goes, oh, that's where the mayor of the town lives. He likes to be off alone and he lives in the hills because it's much cooler than this hot, hot air out here with all these blacksmiths around. Okay, cool, cool. What's over there by the mines, though? By the mines? The mines are kind of like a pit out in the grass signs oh you mean behind the blacksmiths these are yeah. like storage sheds for like all the supplies for the individual blacksmiths and stuff uh, if you're looking to trade that sort of scrap you brought with them you can go talk to them they'll buy that scrap off of you uh, the three blacksmiths are called the ore store he who smelt it and ink got this everybody thinks they're so very good Everybody thinks they're very funny and clever, I know, but they're good. They're good. They'll get the job oh, done. Oh, God, I already know who's I didn't got this. Oh, okay. We Wait. need to go to he who smelt it. 
Wait, who's wait? What are you thinking, Joe? What's happening? <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. Oh boy, Let's I can't go wait. deal with. Uh, I should shrine in the middle of town. I should say too, if you guys look at the docks, I've put some tokens out for you guys, so you guys can kind of move your characters around, so we can kind of see, get a better perspective of who's going to be with you, who's close by, who's farther away for you guys to see if there's anybody who can like, help you and stuff. So just to keep track of it. Mina is the kitten. This sort of burglar person is going to be Gim. The party hat is Joe. And the wave <laughs> is Dalem. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So everybody should be able to move around. Woo! Sweet. Okay. Right on and before thing. we roll out of here, I've been kind of, you know, bored out of my mind on that boat. So what's our quest again? Yeah. I, Dalem must find out what the Golden Guard are doing in the east in that one area that I can't access and show you right now. Mm, but we also need to go to the Desert of Thunder. Let me move you guys over oh, real wait, quick. Sorry, let's see. We, we wanna, we're going so, to the Low Marsh, right? Yeah, so right now you guys are over here in this town. And so the goal would be to go up to the Low Marsh and to investigate the tieflings who are moving out of the Desert They're of Thunder into the, the Low Marsh yeah. and the Golden Guard who is moving into the south of the Low Marsh who are also seem to be investigating something. That is what the Metallic Rote has hired you guys to check out. Uh, they will pay you. You have not discussed pay how, how much they will pay you for that. But, you know, they'll pay you for checking things out. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. And I think for Dalem, what definitely is, like, that's their uh, quest for part of their move is to discover the truth of the Golden Guard in the Low Marsh. Um, as far as other people who are, like, very motivated to go places, it seems like Fluffernubs wants to go to the Wasteland of Fire for some reason. Something to do with the Fae. <laughs> Close enough to where we're supposed to go. Kind of? Sure. Stop. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. 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 Who knows? All okay. Right. But so yeah. We really start moving on then. Uh -huh. uh, I would like to discern realities. Yes. Please roll Woo! wisdom. Okay. Uh, How do you do this? Uh, one thing that I really we should focus on too, for Dungeon World, in order to do the moves, you do the moves. So like, describe yourself, like kind of like how are you looking around? How are you trying to figure this out? How are you closely studying a situation or person in this moment? Okay, so walking on the docks, just a little, few steps in front of uh, Salty, taking a look around. Okay, over at the mayor's the uh, mayor's uh, hut or uh, building. And something doesn't feel right. It's like something this grand right. entrance that goes like into the like a side of a hill for the mayor's house. So What's it made out of? Uh, the it seems to be like kind of like this grand like wooden frames built like and then his actual home that just leads straight in underground. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I find it very weird that for a mining town with lots of. Uh, or and everything, the doors are made of wood. You think mm -hmm. it'd be, you know, let's show off the town, let's have it made out of metal. Mmm. Interesting. Roll In that any case, something smells fishy. Roll that wisdom. <laughs> we did just come off a fishing boat. 13. Look at you. Good start. Okay. All right. Three questions. All right. So, um, salty. Um, yes. <laughs> Has anything happened around here recently, like in the last two weeks? Oh, yeah, those uh, Golden Boys, uh, the Golden Guard, they came by, they're coming in, they arrived here in town with a uh, band of some kind. They're putting on music and shows. Really? Interesting. Yeah, I think they're still here. Let's go see a show! Okay, I might want to go check that one out for... Um... Should I be on the lookout for anything? Anything suspicious or concerning that might be popping up, you think? Probably. The mayor seems pretty happy that the Golden Guard is here, but the local uh, blacksmiths are not loving it. They seem there's a lot of tension going on in the town over this. Okay. And uh, last thing, anything uh, valuable here? Oh, that, yeah, uh, sure. What do you, where do you want to, what are you looking for? 
Hmm. Maybe like a map to, you know, better guide our way into the uh, lower marshes. Well, if you're looking for a map, I think uh, you guys can go purchase one back over in like one of the general stores. They can get you set it out and stuff. All right, cool. Thanks, man. Thanks for the thanks for the boat. Sure, and don't forget, you can sell that uh, bag of scrap over at one of the blacksmiths too. That can help you out as well. Uh, the, the inns are over here to our right. They're pretty big, pretty, but they'll they're pretty comfy, you know. Great. Thanks. I'll head over to uh, and got this right now. Great. <laughs> all uh, right joe do you tell the others about this or do you or is everybody kind of like running around the shrine and stuff well it was right there next to me so he heard everything uh um, okay. but i don't really tell anyone else so gonna go over there grab dalem and uh drag him over to and got this oh okay hey yeah that's a nice shrine but uh we gotta go get some money yeah, when you were asking about maps, I was like, really? You ask about something valuable and you do, you say maps? <laughs> he is a fool. <laughs> and a lot of, you should also remember too, a lot of this stuff is about uh, information gathering and stuff. So, mm -hmm. makes sense to me. <laughs> I, I, before I leave, I would like some more information about this shrine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but I mean, yeah. like, well, I'm sure we'll get a lot of information out of it. Because as it seems okay. like you guys are approaching the shrine, you guys see that there's already kind of a gathering around it. As you guys get closer, you see a band there next to the shrine. This token that I just put on the map is the symbol for the Golden Guard. It is absolutely a upside down five point pentagram with the symbol of sulfur in the middle of it. Woo! Yeah. No just so everybody's on the same page. And it is a literal band made up of five different salamanders. All five of the colors are here in this band. You see, where do I have this? I have this all written down. There is a earthen salamander, kind of a, tall, a taller sort of person with uh, like, actually who have, looks like he has like rocks and stuff all over his scales, playing a mandolin. There is a drummer who appears to be on fire already. There's somebody, there's a metal, metal lizard with a flute. And there's sort of a familiar figure with a water salamander playing a electric keyboard. And there is a fully wood salamander playing a bat, uh, bass. And yeah, nice. it is very important to me that the fire salamander is the drummer because I do need him to spontaneously combust at some point. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. But as you guys approach, uh, there is a this. Uh, everybody's kind of like happy to see these guys in sort of a way, which is interesting. The mandolin player seems familiar with the town and a, and a lot of its citizens and stuff, and just talking and hanging out around the shrine. What do you guys do? Hey, Dalen, have these salamanders always been associated with Spiranula? I, I don't know of any association with Spiranula from these guys. As far as I know, they're pretty exclusive of each other. I think they're here for a different reason. Hmm. Could it be the blacksmiths? Or maybe the mayor? The mines? They want the mines. Somebody else can roll another discern realities if you want. Yeah. I mean, they're also sitting around talking to people, so I mean, you guys could also just hang out for a minute and oh, they're listen not, to what they're going to say. They're not playing right now? Oh no, they're playing. They're getting ready to. They're start. They're doing their show and stuff. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. But you can also always anybody can also roll another discern realities again about this group and around this shrine. So, how's everybody feeling? I will roll discern realities. Yeah, that makes a sense. <laughs> hey, lucky number thirteen, just like Joe. Hey, starting off on great today. Oh, God, what's going to go wrong? I Whoa, hang on. What are you accusing me of? Oh, what are you getting defensive for? <laughs> <laughs> what are your questions? Moving on. Okay. Dalem kind of looks around and wanders over to the, uh, I think the wood salamander was the one playing bass, correct? Yeah. Yeah, he wanders over to the wood salamander, and I think the wood salamander is just kind of like tuning up his instrument. It mm -hmm. sounds like. Yeah. 
and he asks him, uh, he starts up a little small talk. Um, Sup, what can I do for you, little dude? <laughs> wow, I saw that you guys are starting to play some music. I really like music. You like music, I imagine. Love it. Thank goodness. I mean, that would be weird, right? Ha 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 ha. Ah, you're funny. <laughs> Thanks. I think so too. <laughs> How can I help you, little man? Well, I was wondering, um, what's about to happen here? I mean, obviously you're going to play music, but what's going to happen here after that? I mean, we're just here to kind of help the town out. We're just here to spread the good word of the Empire of the Salamanders, talk about Io, and, uh, you know, just try to help people. We're just here to help. That's all. Great, Dalem. They're here to help. You love to help. I do love to help, but who's this Io? Has Io ever heard of Spiranula? But I, I can't go there. I need to finish my questions. Who is she talking to again? Is it one of the, the lizards? One of yeah, the, the wood, wood salamander. salamander. The wood one. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, you, you're here to help out. That's awesome. You know, I, I, I worship Spiranula. I know I've never heard of this Io guy, but she also likes tells me to help people. Um, have you gone and talked to the mayor? Is uh, I'm asking like who's really in control here, basically? Oh yeah, the mayor. Yeah, that man asked us to come on out here. He's looking forward to working with us in a big way. But uh, I mean, if you're really interested in Spiranula, I think that guy over there in the robes is the dude you want to talk to. He's the one who's kind of taking care of this coral. Oh, who's that? Uh that would be he's a monk, I think. Uh, hey, oh, that uh, guy. Uh, hey, Layard, what was, what was his monk's name? And the oh, Earth Salamander walks over, big smile, uh, somehow has dimples in his rock scales, which is very unusual. Ooh. Yeah, you want to know about the monk? Uh, that guy, oh, what was his name? He told us a couple times. Rattled? Yeah, that's it. Rattled Mugwort, that's it. Yeah. All right. I, I can go talk to that guy. Is, mm -hmm. anything, is there anything else I should be on the lookout for? Wink, wink. Discern realities question. Uh, as you look over at the mayor, he seems uh, absurdly uptight. Like people here, it's hot. There's a lot of blacksmiths and stuff. So people are kind of like dressed down a little bit, kind of comfortable and definitely have like leather gloves and stuff. You see like a lot of people ready to work and things. This dude seems too clean. And even goes as far as having like an attendant hold an umbrella over his head. Oh and, my god! Yeah, it's very. It, it, he is out of place in a big way. But he also has a little like neckerchief or a little like handkerchief with an these. Ascot. Yeah, like an ascot that you'd see. Like he, it's brand new. It's super clean, especially with, like with all the, again blacksmith smokes and iron and the sand and stuff. Too clean with the symbol of the Golden Guard on it. Gross. We'll put his token, the mayor's token, kind of over here, just kind of watching. He's away from everyone else. Not is he surrounded yeah. by anyone else? Yeah, yeah. No, he's not. Like nobody's surrounding him. He's not around the this sort of shrine in the center or anything. He's just watching, just keeping tabs. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the Dalem feels compelled by Spiranula and his quest to go speak with the mayor. But he also doesn't want to just like barrel on over there. He's kind of looking at the others, seeing if they want to do anything, but he's ready to go over. <laughs> Did you not want to talk to the monk first? He's a little torn. He's on a quest, man. He's very one-minded. He wants both, but he doesn't want to let the mayor slip away. Well, whenever I need something taken care of, I usually just send Plumber Nub to do the job for me. He's a very Ooh. capable guy. Mina, do you think Fluffer Nubs might want to come with me to talk to the mayor? Fluffer Nubs is already halfway to the mayor. Oh, shoot! <laughs> <laughs> so Dalem starts walking after Fluffer Nubs. Not too fast, but he, he's okay. going to go ahead and let Fluffer Nubs lead this, this conversation. <laughs> uh, what about At the rest? For the moment. Yeah. What about the rest of you guys? Do you hang out and check out the show for a little bit? Uh, or is there something else you guys want to check out? Um, well, now I feel like Fluffernubs is able to maybe persuade the mayor to, uh, I don't know, kind of um, help us out. Be on our good side. Help out the mayor? 
No, I think Pluffernubs can get the mayor to be on our good side. Interesting. Okay. Because he's kind of uptight, right? That's kind of the feeling I get. I guess I'm just next to Dalem as Dalem's following Pluffernubs. I was like, I'll just casually follow Dalem, who's following Pluffernubs, who is heading over to the mayor. Okay. And it sounds like sounds like Gim, you're going with them. And Joe, what about you? Are you going to stick around and listen to this band, or are you going to head over as well? Hmm. Well, looks like all those guys are walking after that cat again. So I'm going to head over to the uh, and got this to get some money and talk to my contact. Ah, your contact's in there. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who is your contact then? All right. Walk in the door. <sighs> hey, Brunt. It's been a while. The name's Brunt? Brunt. Brunt. Oh, okay. God. Wait, is that a reference? I don't recognize it. It's a Star Trek reference. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, my God. Deep Star Trek, Deep Stakes 9. Yes, yes. Like the, the arch rival. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does he talk like Brunt? I can't remember how Brunt no, talks. No, he talks, talks however. Uh, he just happens to share the name. Okay. Uh, this village, I'll say, is largely like halflings and humans that live here. So what race is Brunt then? Halfling. Halfling. All right. So a similar little dude. Yeah. All right. Ah, uh, Joe. It's been a while. Yeah. It's good to see you again. Yeah. Great to see you again. Uh... Been a couple years. Where yeah, you? Yeah. Where... I'll pay you for that drink later. Yeah, yeah, that I, drink, huh? Yeah, yeah, you owe me for that, huh? Yeah, I do. But um, I do have some scrap metal here that uh, you might want. Great. How, what you, what you got? How much is it? How big is it? Just a random sack of old rusted pots, pans, and some broken weapons. Right. I don't know if it's yeah, super useful for you, but it should be worth a little bit of money. Uh, we'll get you, uh, let's say, nine coins for it. What do you think? Yeah, okay. I'll take that. All right. Thanks so and, much. And uh, here's one back for the, uh, for the drink. Appreciate I'll it. the other 50 later at some point. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep in touch about that. What brings you in town, though, Joe? What you doing here? I got roped in on to an adventure, you know. Uh, I hate it when that happens. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The last one took you out of this town. It's amazing to see you come back. Yeah. Yeah, still just uh, passing through. But uh, before, uh, you know, I know you're busy here. Got that band out there. I'm sure you want to go see that. Uh, no, those assholes? We, don't, we do not want to see those assholes. Fuck those salamanders. Yeah, well, they seem pretty nice, but... Nah, fuck them. Right. Nah, fuck them. Right, okay. Well, in that case... I will. Well, you know what? Let, let me ask you the couple of things I wanted to ask you, since you you do know a lot of stuff around this town, I'm sure. Sure. Yeah. This is a charisma roll. No, there's no roll. This is your network, right? Pull two plus your charisma. Yeah. So it's just pull two plus your chaw. So your chaw is a plus two. So you just get four holds. You can just ask four questions. So there's no roll here. Even okay. with this sort of mentality, this sort of relationship you set up, there's no role here. He's just part of your network. Oh, cool, cool. All right. Mm-hmm. So what's the deal with the mayor? Who does he serve? He seems real out of place. Oh, uh, that's a recent thing. That dude, he used to help us out a lot, but recently he seems all in on getting these salamanders to help us. He wants to bring them in to help it. Uh, this war against the dwarves and the orcs are really making iron weapons short supply. So our big blacksmiths are really supposed to help these people out, and uh, we're not having it. Hmm. Okay, that's that's suspicious. Um. So what's the best way into the uh, the mayor's place? Oh, in the mayor's place. Ah. Uh, I mean, those... not saying I'm gonna check it out, but I might check it out. I mean, he's got those big front double doors that are really pretty. He's got a couple of windows around the side. I mean, otherwise, he's in the hill. You can dig him out or something, break in mm. to pop open a window. If, if you pop open a window, can you leave a little present for him, for, for us? We, got, we may have something for you. Okay. Dude, uh, like, in a real whisper, like, pulls you aside, like, if you're going to do something with the mayor, talk to me first. Okay. 
Well, let's just say I'm going to do something. Tell me more. He's been acting real fucking suspicious lately. He really wants the deal with the salamander that he's trying to garner is that they will come in and take over our blacksmiths. We ain't having it. This is our shit. And they're going to push us out so that they can start making weapons with their goddamn war machine and ruin this goddamn town. War profiteers? Oh, shit. Can't have that happen. No, and this mayor is on the front of it. He's been acting real strange lately, too, even more than this deal. But he's just really just getting under all of our skins. Okay, man, oh, don't worry. I'll help you out. Maybe if, uh, see how things turn out. But, uh, might be able to knock off some of my drinking debt. But I did have one last question, very important. Sure, what you got? You have the map of the mines. Of the mines? What's in, yeah. What do you need in the mines? Don't worry about it. I just need a map. All right, we'll get you a map to the mines. Sweet. All right, he hands you a map to the mines. I take a quick look at the map. Looks like a map of the mines, and I kind of make a little note of where the mayor's hut kind of attaches to the mines. Ah, I see. Okay. All right. Cool. Thanks, Brent. I'll see you around. Hopefully things will uh, be a little bit better soon. Thanks, man. We're hoping things will turn around real quick. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I will say one thing about the map is, like, it seems like it's still, like, one kind of large excavation, but the map does kind of carve out, like, okay, here's, like, the three different areas where the three different people start to kind of focus on. Oh, wait, yeah, it's more of, like, a strip mine, isn't it? Not, like, a cavern. Yeah, 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 like a strip oh, mine shit, type okay. of thing. And, but even in, like, strip mines and stuff, there's still, like, people looking for other, like, veins and things. So, like, you can still, I'm assuming that you're looking for a way under the mayor's house. Weird. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we can work out what that is. As for an actual physical map, I don't have one. So we'll have to make some rolls and figure out how that goes. All right. Cool. So thanks, Brent. I'll uh, see you around. I'm sure uh, you'll hear something soon. Great. Good seeing you again. Later, man. Walk back out, and I yell over to the band. Play Salamander Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> You're not throwing away my shots. You're not throwing away my shots. <laughs> uh, but yeah. All right. What about you other three? What do you, you guys are going over to talk to the mayor, right? I believe we're on our way. Yeah. Uh, Joe, do you kind of run over and tell these guys this information first? Or was this, would this be something that happens concurrently? Um, I run over or kind of just walk over to Gim and mm-hmm. uh, just hand him the map. Nice. Shit, look what we got. Shut up, don't shut up. Don't, uh, don't talk. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> have we reached the mayor yet? Yeah, you guys we could go over to the mayor. But I just want to make a comment. Who's the fool out of uh, Joe and Gim? Uh, anyways. Uh... <laughs> Joe is, uh, yeah, proving to be less of a fool. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's why they asked him to go on this trip. He acts like a fool, but he knows more that's going on than he lets on. All right, so you guys go and walk over to the mayor. As I said before, like he's kind of like too clean. He's got some attendant holding an umbrella over his head to keep the sun out and stuff. And he's got that handkerchief with the golden guard symbol, which is the same sort of pentagram with the sulfur symbol on the handkerchief and stuff. So he's holding on to that kind of clear, at least seemingly clear what his alignments are sort of. So what do you guys do? What do you guys say when you walk over and approach this mayor? Well, Dalem was uh, deferring to Fluffernubs to kind of see what Fluffernubs was going to do because it looked determined. She walks up right like underneath the mayor, like right at the mayor's legs, Uh right right at his feet. I mean, just looks up and uh, just just to get get the attention of the mayor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The mayor looks down at Fluffernubs and just kind of like gives a little like shoo, get away. I see this from far. Like, oh, I don't like this one. Mina says that. Mina says that. I don't like this one. Fluffernubs comes running back, very mean. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry about our cat. He says with like a cringe. Uh, are you okay? Did she bother you at all? Ugh, luckily, no. That little flea bag stayed well away. I was able to shoo it before it got any mud on my outfit. Hmm. Oh my god, I'm so appalled. <laughs> she has never had more than three fleas at a time okay i keep very good care of her 
You should watch for ticks. Get a comb. <laughs> you know, next time I find a tick, I'll just throw it right at your face. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who's this? Who are you? What do you three want? I apologize for my friend as well as the cat. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. You seem civil enough, but what exactly are you doing in my town? Um, We heard this town has a generous mayor. Is that you, sir? I am incredibly generous. I am trying to help this town realize its full potential. Ah, what is that? As you know, we're new here. We uh, don't know too much about it. What's your plans? Hmm. As if you would understand. Uh, I don't. That's why I'm asking you, sir. You should roll me a charisma. All right. Defy danger charisma, please. Oh, whoa. What? Mm -hmm. Defy danger in a conversation. Uh Oh, Oh, God. Well, I mean, it's not like a parlay or something. And this guy seems... Okay. (laughs) Ten. So you're asking... What exactly are you asking him? Well, he kind of offered, like... um... He said he's going to help this town reach its full potential, and I was taking the bait, essentially. Ah. If we join with the new empire, we will be rich beyond your wildest dreams. We have some of the three largest blacksmiths in the area. We have a healthy supply of iron coming out of our mine, and these fools want none of it. Oh. That makes a lot of sense. I see that. Hmm. I should say, too, you guys can roll a Discern Realities about people. Oh, really? Discern Realities, when you closely study a situation or person, it's in oh, the mood. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. So that would be a wisdom if that's what you guys are interested in. Uh, I don't mind doing that. All right. That actually makes sense. While Dalem's talking, you roll, you trying to check things out. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Good. That's a okay, wisdom? Kim. Yeah, wisdom roll. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> All right, Gim, Mark XP. Five. Wow, incredible. Yeah. More like uncredible. Hmm. <laughs> What's the vibe you get, get from to ask him? A question, right? <laughs> you don't get to ask a question, no. I just get to do a thing against you. <laughs> huh. What's a hard move here? Let's see. This wisdom does not help my thief out much. Yeah. He seems kind of annoyed. I think as for Gim, as you're kind of checking him out, um, hmm. I think as you check him out, though, like, it seems really strange. So as Gim kind of checks him out, he sees, like, you know, he's very insistent about being out of the sun and stuff, which is very weird for somebody who's out on the plains. But I think he also kind of turns on Dalem a little bit of just, like, what are you doing in this town? Why are you snooping around already, asking so many questions? Well, I'm just curious as to what's going on here. I like this town. It's got this statue of Spirinulia. There's a shrine to Spirinulia, and that's really interesting to me. Ugh, and I yes, thought I'd that find out more. I step in to uh, aid here. So, uh, so the move aid. Right. Uh, real quick about that, though. Uh, aiding only gives you a plus one, and the plus one will still be a failure in this moment. In that case, I don't aid. I go. <laughs> <"That's it." laughs> yeah. I like your instincts, though. Uh, aid and interfere is one of those moves that I've definitely allowed you guys to kind of do after a roll. Like, I think by the book description, aiding and interfering is supposed to be done concurrently before you know the outcome mm-hmm. and stuff, just okay. so you're tied up in the out the results. But I think mm. for tone reasons, to have fun, it's more better if you guys could like, oh my god, I'm going to help him so he doesn't die. So, yeah, you I, it. yeah. so I like doing that a lot. But I, I, like that, I like that instinct. Unfortunately, it'll still bring you up to a six, which is still a failure. So Okay, in that case, I just went... <laughs> <laughs> audibly to everyone you four for those weirdos out in the plains the metallic rote right actually that's a good question do any of you have like the symbol of the metallic rote on you at all i don't think dalem does, does i he? don't wait or does he that i know of. would joe as somebody who had been in the blacksmith for a bit uh yeah it's on uh, the sleeve of my coat okay yeah i think like since you did say something, I think I am just going to tie it in to the failure of, like, you guys are here from that weird adventuring group out in the plains. 
buy what you need and get out of my town. And he's going to start heading back to his home. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at DrawnMaps and PoorlyMap at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe on your podcast app of choice. See you next time. Intro and outro music can be found at epidemicsound.com.